Welcome to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me as always is my very slashery and jingly, jangly camp counselor co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Faith, we've come to the end. Yes, we have. We've come to the end of this road. We've come to the end of American Horror Story. 1984, the ninth season of FX's award-winning horror anthology from Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. We just watched the last episode entitled Final Girl. Faith, it's it's a sad time. It sure is. I'm so very sad. Taps is not helping. Not at all. Not at all. Faith, let's get into it. What did you think of the finale to 1984? I, I really like this. It was completely different than actually what I was expecting, but I was okay with it. This was nothing <laughs> like what I was expecting. I was nope. expecting a big orgy of blood yep. at the uh, at the music festival. I was expecting an appearance from Billy Idol. Mm-hmm. We got none of that, did we? We did not. <laughs> what did we get? How would you describe what we got? We got a. Uh, it was kind of a sweet ending. If that makes sense. You know, does that make any sense? <laughs> Quite sweet. It's very sweet. <laughs> very sweet ending that I did not see coming. I did not, I did not see what they were going to do, how they were going to jump into 2019 mm-hmm. and be looking back, you know, and, and jumping timelines. And uh, I thought it was really well done. What did you think about how, how this was yeah, pulled I, off? Yeah, I think so, too. I like that it didn't, you know, we didn't leave off in the 80s and then kind of go into the future. I like that we started now and kind of walked our way back to what had happened. Yes. I thought that was cool. Yes. Did you feel cheated not getting an orgy of blood at the big music festival? No. I think we got enough blood here. Yeah. Everywhere we, else that I'm okay with that. We did, yes. So one more time, Faith. One more time we're gonna have a synopsis of the episode brought to us by our good friends at Wikipedia. Wikipedia is not lazy. What is it, Faith? It's efficient. It is efficient. Cue the music. Here we go. Thirty years later, Richter's now adult son Bobby returns to a decrepit Camp Redwood looking for answers having been sent checks from an unknown benefactor since childhood. He is met by Montana and Trevor, who explain that Richter disappeared after being dragged into the lake and never returned. They reveal what happened in 1989. To prevent further deaths, Trevor blocks traffic to the Camp Redwood entrance. Margaret shoots him off camp property and leaves him to die, but Brooke appears and helps him onto the grounds so he can return as a ghost. Trevor's ghost then attacks Bruce and kicks him off the grounds to die. The dead counselors determine that the only way to stop Ramirez is to kill him over and over, which they do for 30 years. Back in 2019, Ramirez awakens once again and attacks Bobby. Montana ushers Bobby off the grounds and directs him to the asylum. There he meets Donna, who further elaborates that in 1989, the ghost brutally murdered Margaret, but not before Brooke seemingly died in a struggle with her. Donna and Bobby trace Bobby's money to a still-alive Brooke, who survived with Ray's help. Bobby again returns to Camp Redwood, where Margaret's ghost repeatedly attempts to kill him, but he is saved by Richter, Lavinia, and the counselors. Bobby shares a tearful farewell with his family and departs. And there you have it. Faith, you liked this, didn't you? I really did. It was so much fun to watch. It was. And really funny. <laughs> it was really funny. I said last week that that episode, I thought, was the funniest episode of the season. I still think that episode is the funniest of the season, but... We have some really good stuff here, so let's just let's just get to it. What did you think of bringing this story into 2019? 
I liked it a lot. I really liked that perspective of seeing where everybody was now and how we walked. You know, we didn't we didn't go into that at the end. That's where we started. You get what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. And uh, did you know who that was, uh, Richter's son, Bobby? Were you, because you're not sure who it is at first. No. It, know, it, it, it did didn't, that surprise you? It did. It didn't hit me at first. That's who it yeah. was. I, you know, we were expecting a twist. We got it. Mm-hmm. We, we really sure, did. We and sure did. What this series has been leading to really surprised the hell out of me that it was this thing about forgiveness and family and um, really great. Let's get to the performances. Who really stuck out here to you? I love Trevor. Oh, what is it? Kirshner? Is that a same? Trevor Kirshner, played by Matthew Morrison, a.k.a. Faith. Well, you know what his name is. We have been calling him <laughs> the Big Dick yes. Playa since the beginning of the run of this uh, series here. Uh, he was great, wasn't he? Oh what do you gosh. think of Trevor? Because... Let's go back to the to the beginning here, the first couple of episodes. What did you think of Trevor? I thought he was amazing. I thought he was so funny then, and I think he was even funnier in this episode. He's not an ass at all. He's not. Uh, as, he's as, just very cool. You know? As as coke-heavy as his lifestyle <laughs> is, he seems like he's a pretty righteous dude, mm-hmm. and he proves himself here, I really believe, to yeah. be a righteous dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he really stuck out for me. The one that stuck out for me, and I keep saying her name, I've said it for nine episodes now, is Billy Lord mm-hmm. as Montana. What did you think of Billy Lord? Because I think this is her finest performance in any of these episodes. Yeah. She did stick out to me, though, like like Trevor or something would. But, of course, I love her. But she wasn't my favorite here. I thought she achieved emotional depth here uh, talking about how she wanted to change could you have predicted that for her at the beginning of this series i don't think so no this is the great thing about this episode i could not have predicted anything that happened (laughs) in this episode when this whole thing started and i think i think we're better off for that Mm -hmm. um yeah she really stuck out of course dylan mcdermott is back and Mm -hmm. as bruce uh with his porn stash and looking like a roadie for the eagles uh he wasn't in this much, but I did like his I did like his role. And I, I do one of my biggest quote unquote complaints with this season has been I could have done with more Bruce. Oh, me too. I think that he was so cool. <laughs> I wanted more of him right. so bad. Right. He made me laugh when he uh when he got upset about not being able to kill to kill Debbie Gibson. <laughs> yeah, that that really made me laugh, yes. <laughs> Uh, we have uh, the the ultimate baddie here, Margaret. Uh, Margaret got what was coming to her, I believe, and then some, and is going to continue getting to come, getting what is coming to her. When uh, Bobby shows up at the camp, and we see the uh, decrepit looking wood chipper. When I saw that, I said, "Okay, that wood chipper is going to come into play because oh, yeah. the, the famous." Saying about the playwright, uh, Chekhov, uh, he said, you know, if you introduce a gun in the first act, you have to fire it in the third act. I saw the wood chipper and went, well, we're introducing the wood chipper yep. here. We're going to have to uh, use the wood chipper by yes. the time this is over. I did not see it coming that they were going to use it on Margaret. And boy, was I happy about that. Me Let's too. talk about what was going through your mind when you were watching <laughs> Margaret get the wood chipper and how these uh, these ghosts took care of her. I was so excited. <laughs> Is that a horrible thing to say? <laughs> yes, it is. But she's a horrible person, so she you is, get a pass. And she deserved it, and I thought it was so brutal and so awesome. I loved every minute. I love when they all showed up outside. 
and kind of were surrounding the cabin with torches. Do you know what it reminded me of? Well, what? the torches, I was like, I was going, oh, like Frankenstein when they show up with mm-hmm. the pitchforks and torches. But uh, there was two times during this when uh, they kill Margaret and when they were uh, killing Ramirez, killing him over and over, mm-hmm. when they were all standing over Ramirez. And uh, it reminded me of Murder on the Orient Express when they all take turns killing the mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the victim. I right. can't remember the names and that, but... Everybody did it. Yeah. Everybody showed up, and it was like twelve angry men. Yeah, and then gets their like, turn to do- <laughs> yeah, and it was just so much fun watching them like uh, take Rick, uh, not Richter Ramirez out too. You know, like it was like wow. I don't know. I thought that was so cool that like they get to do that for you know ever. Just keep killing him. Yeah, over and yeah. Over. And Ray, who I know was not your favorite, I loved him. Like good morning, and then I did like him. There. Smashed him with the sledgehammer. <laughs> you know, it felt like. Um, on the violence and gore side, this got back to that classic mm-hmm. 80s uh, slasher. Yes. And the Ramirez killings over and over and over again, the blood, just, yeah. you know, him in that pool of blood, yeah. you know. And it, I thought that was really wonderful. W- were you shocked that he didn't have more of something happening, you know, than, like, than, you know, with Satan and stuff? I mean. No. No, I, I really wasn't. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> and this was my favorite performance by uh, Ramirez. I, there is something about the way that that actor says Satan yes. that just makes me very happy. It's like Satan. Satan. Yeah, Satan. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of mumbles it out the side uh-huh. of his mouth, you know. And I, I noticed that too. And uh, I think the tendency might be to overlook Ramirez a little in mm-hmm. this series, but I thought he was really, really wonderful. Yeah, I uh, think so. As was the entire cast. But as I've said all season, Matthew Morrison as the big dick player, Trevor Kirshner, oh. has been my favorite, followed by, praise the Lord, I've, Billy I've, Lord. Yeah, I've always loved him. There was just something about him in this episode that I absolutely loved. I don't know what it was, but I, I, was, I loved him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is either. I can't put, my, uh, can't put my finger on it, but there was something a little different about him. More, He's at peace, you yeah. know, almost. Yeah. Uh, well, he is at peace, not almost. I mean, I think the fact that he's like... Okay, I'll get murdered just to get away from, yeah. <laughs> from Margaret. <laughs> yeah, and the poor guy got shot in the dick, which was yeah. uh, which was sad. I, I, I got I laughed so hard when he said he got shot in the pecker once. <laughs> well, the word pecker in and of itself is very is, funny. Yeah, but pecker, just him saying it. <laughs> yeah, pecker and Peter, you know, are, are are just are just very very funny <laughs> words. Yeah. And uh, years and years and years ago, there was a uh, there was a gentleman who was in the adult film industry. His name was, are you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Peter North. <laughs> How funny is that? That's I don't know if that's funny. his real name or not, but Peter North. <laughs> yeah. There you go for all you Peter North oh, fans out there. Um, well, the episode is entitled Final Girl. Uh, what did you think of our final girls here because we had two of them kind of didn't we (laughs) Uh, we had donna and brooke what did you think of brooke's role in all of this i am going to say that i was kind of underwhelmed with that storyline i I more wanted the the camp redwood stuff yeah i was i was a little a little uh you know disappointed that that's kind of where her story went i kind of wanted her to take out margaret yeah like i wanted her to really be part of it just for that revenge fact but again it didn't bother me where i hated the episode you know I yeah, mean, yeah it was it was okay i'm not taking points off no I, i've had a weird relationship with donna's character all season me I, too. I there's times i dig it and there's times i don't dig it maybe because that's kind of how she is as a character she's kind of wishy-washy you know yeah. so it's kind of hard to read that's, her. A, that's a great point i never i didn't think about that i i 
it's nothing against Angelica Ross or anything like that. It's just I think her character is just really hard to read. She's back and forth, and I think that's yeah, that's where I've been with her too. Just yeah, not really knowing because I kind of enjoyed her in this last episode. Yeah. Do you feel she gets redemption though because she did let Richter out? I mean, do you feel like you know does she deserve that redemption? You know, did she earn it? That's there's a question. Did she? I guess you know saving Brooke, but yeah, that's that's a good question. Again, she's never been my main focus in this in in this show. Uh, One of your favorites, one of my favorites, uh, John Carroll Lynch is uh, Richter. Does get some play here at the end of the episode. What did you think of John Carroll uh, Lynch's Richter? You know, wrapping up, putting a bow on on yeah. this performance here because it moved me. I was, I got, I got a little misty eyed. I did not expect to get misty eyed at American Horror Story nineteen eighty four. You know, I always talk about my grandma on here with these with these movies and stuff. She's been following this as much as I have, and she watched it before I did, and she says she just bawled <laughs> over and over. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm what I'm getting into, but I get what she's talking about. Right. I mean, he came like full circle right. as a character. I, you know, we said in the first couple of episodes that we did on this that uh, we thought he was, they were kind of gearing him up for Mm -hmm. a hero run, and he did become a hero. And not only did he become a hero, he became that thing, you know, that, uh, you know, they say, you know, real parents would give up their lives for the children. Mm -hmm. He did. Yeah. He did. And Mm -hmm. I think it's wonderful. I think the uh, forgiveness aspect between that whole family, you know, was really wonderful. Kind of like the Voorhees getting peace, yeah. you know. They, yeah, that's what I. That's what it felt like. Yeah, pretty much. It, it was a really, really nice thing to see them, you know, united together. At the it, end, it really was. Uh, so, just general impressions of the season. How how do you feel about this season? And and as we've said before, I've only seen the very first season, Murder House. I know you've seen more I've than seen I have. Seen two or three, but this man, this is close to Murder House for being. You know, a favorite. This is this was really good, even though we had some, you know, we had a hiccup with an episode or so. It didn't matter. I mean, this was a really good episode. I mean, season. Excuse me. Yeah, I really liked it. I, uh, you know, I was a little upset when they got away from the whole mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth movie that they were that they were right. doing. I, I still could have done a whole season of that. I could have too. Of that, but I the, what what we got here really surprised me. Yeah, at least the, at least they came back to it. In some way, you know, at the yeah. end. So, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'll yeah. take what I can at least. <laughs> what uh, What was your favorite part of all of this? Oh, this man. whole season. Whole season. Hmm. I think seeing the people grow and become to make any sense, you know, these characters kind of grow, especially like like I said, like Mister Jingles. I mean, the the archetypes and the tropes yeah. seem to uh, you know they seem to have some fun with those kind of and, a twist and, and things of yeah how things were changed yeah. up a little bit yeah they added some depth to some of this I yeah. think yeah yeah it wasn't just a slasher you know people were around killing yeah. each other I feel like there was something a little more meaningful going on and yeah I, I do feel like they really hit the nail on the head with the slasher mm-hmm. stuff though in the in the oh, early yeah. episodes which I I absolutely love too and it's amazing because you know it opens up with one of the most hardcore slasher scenes we've ever seen remember we were both fans of that first yeah. two minutes and ends up with Mike and the mechanics living years and you're trying to keep tears back which I again I, I didn't <laughs> see that coming no no you know kind of that West Craven Elm Street thing where there's something bigger going on yeah uh, what do you think this is ultimately saying? Like, you know, do you think there's the the bigger the bigger meaning here? You, know? you said it earlier, kind of forgiveness and family and stuff, and and not letting the previous generation yeah. define you, yeah, not letting I've, mistakes I've, define you. I yeah, I think that's 
exactly what it is. Yeah. A horror series that says something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I definitely like it. And again, I I need to go back and listen to our episodes because I don't think in any way, shape, or form that we predict any of this. I don't think so either. And I was thinking that the whole time because I'm like, okay, you said some things about what might happen and... You know, I haven't really ventured any guesses the last few episodes. Yeah. You know, you recall that? I'm kind of like, I'm not sure because I don't yeah. know where it's going to go. Yeah. And about the only thing I think that both of us said was Richter was going to be more than he appeared to be. And we thought that they were setting him up for, right. for, a, for a hero That and know, I figured moment. maybe Brooke would kill Margaret, you know, for revenge. Yeah. That's pretty much the only things I had going on. But yeah. You know? Were you uh, were you disappointed at all with anything that we got here? The way that all of this resolved? Not really. I watched this multiple times, and I liked it every single time. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm I'm very happy with it. Um, I'm I'm planning on doing a full binge of the season. I, I want to watch it mm-hmm. from start to finish and see how this feels and and holds up. Right. So. Yeah. I, uh, I I really liked it. I, I did too. I really liked it. So uh, let's finish out the uh, season favorites. Uh, I think I know the answer to this one already. Favorite uh, character? Trevor. <laughs> Big dick player, Trevor Kirshner. Favorite performance? I really liked Billy Lord. I'm, Billy Billy takes yeah. it. Takes it for me. She does. Um, favorite? Uh, I don't know, though. It's kind of tossed up between her and John Carroll Lynch, though. Yeah. Jingles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you have a favorite line from this uh, episode? Just, just in general. Oh well, this episode season. I had the pecker line, and then when Trevor killed Bruce, he said "bitch and stash." Yeah, but I have to kill you. <laughs> yeah, that might have been my favorite. Here. My my favorite line this season has been "I love you, Montana. You're so '80s. <laughs> You're '80s forever." Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, and when she mentioned having radical hair, yes, I like, I like that. So, uh, favorite kill. Ooh, I've, oh, mine man. is uh Ray on the motorcycle. I know it's a throwback to Friday the 13th. I know <sighs> there's some great, great bloody kills in this, but I just like seeing him drive off on that motorcycle and him just take him I'm out. I would go with you on that one because you know how much I did like him. <laughs> yeah. And then what? that leads to the great reveal with the head in the fridge, which I yeah, thought that, was, was really good. And it's also, I really like Margaret's kill. That was really good. Yeah, the throwback to uh, kind was, of a uh, nod to Fargo when they put Steve Buscemi in the wood chipper, which I think yeah, is, I mean, is really great. It's pretty um, brutal. Yeah. Favorite scene? Just any oh, anything man. in particular? Oh, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, What you got? Uh, I like the, um, the scene where Jingle uh, meets the impersonator. Yeah, the, uh, the kid good. dressed up as as Jingle. Yeah, I thought that was a really well done scene when he just kind of lets him go. He's I did like kinda... the scene where Jingles puts uh, what's his name? My mind's drawn a blank. What's his name? He puts him in the oven. Oh, and he puts uh, Xavier. Xavier, there you go. Yeah, in the oven. I really did like that. Yeah, I will say pound for pound, I think Xavier had the best lines in this series. <laughs> I think so. You know, now I'm gonna have to be on the radio. Now I, you know, I had a call, two callbacks for the 18. I, he was the whole cast was was. I wanted more of him. In really, this, really great. Yeah, in this I episode, that that's that might be the one thing that too. I'm a little disappointed with. I wanted more lines from him. Um, final question: Were you underwhelmed at all with Emma Roberts? Because I, I don't know if it was her or the character. I kind of got done with Brooke. Yeah, yeah, I was. Kind of got done with her. Yeah, she's just kind. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, it it her story was it didn't bother me to the point where I hated the episode, yeah. but 
it wasn't like, oh my God, that's so cool that she, you yeah. know. I didn't want to see old Brooke. I didn't want to know, yeah. you know, she was sending any money. I want to see the ghost. I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of resolution with mm-hmm. the ghost and spend time with them. Mm-hmm. So, all in all, I'm going to give this a very solid 8.5 out of 10. I'm yeah. going to go 8.5 out of 10. I'll go 8. Go 8? I'm going to go 8, yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Well, we uh, we don't know what's going to take its place. Uh, might be you know revolving door of classic television uh, until we find something else to do a season watch on. But uh, this is a lot of fun doing a season watch on. I this. know, a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm glad this turned out happy for us. Yes. You know, for us at least. <laughs> <laughs> Just for us, yes. <laughs> so, well, until the next season of American Horror Story, I am Dan, and I am Faith, and we want you to keep, keep your, your monster, monster on a leash. leash. We'll see you on the other side.